Tony Hawk enters the list as we add Tony Hawk's Pro Skater to the endless list of video games on It's So Bad this week. Sam, it's your, I think it's your first solo podcast with me. It is my first solo podcast with you, and I'm... I'm looking, I'm looking through our co-hosts, I don't think, yeah, this is the first one. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for this game. It was a big part you're, of a 11-year-old Sam's life. You're now on another level <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, etc., wherever you get your podcast from at it's so bad pod on Twitter. It's so bad pod at gmail.com is the email address we are adding this week, a legendary game. One of the best games, or I think one of the best series I should say of all time and Tony Hawk's pro skater, the original release for the PlayStation one would be ported to dreamcast and 64. And it was originally released in September of 1999, uh, made by Neversoft, the, um, the developer, published by Activision. Same year. Uh, what were you doing in 1999, 1999, by the way? Uh, I was playing a lot of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and then probably buying a skateboard because that's what everyone did that played this game. Uh, being 10. I, was, I think I was too old for skateboards at that point. <laughs> I was, in 1999, I was 16. So, um, yes, I was getting my driver's license. I was a year away from working at Circuit City. Um, yeah, this game, 1999, September 1999, came out the same year as another game on our list that is largely applicable to this. And it was kind of like the renaissance that was happening at the time. Um, there was a game called Thrasher Skate and Destroy that came out after this, but it was developed right around the same time. Um, same year as Final Fantasy VIII, Donkey Kong 64, Silent Hill, Resident Evil 3, Nemesis, uh, Age of Empire 2, which is also on our list, uh, Unreal Tournament, System Shock 2, Driver, those are the game chrono cross came out that year our, our seventh game from 1999 on the endless list um and yeah and our seventh playstation one game if you want to count this as an n64 or a dreamcast game it's our fourth and our third respectively but yeah tony hawk pro skater did you so you recommended we play this game i've wanted to play this game again i was actually going into this i was pretty skeptical i didn't think it would be very good but i think it holds up pretty well yeah i think it holds up um like the controls are still smooth it still feels like you're skateboarding um it's fun it's like fun to rack up points like points are often not that fun in video games but this game is all about getting tons of points uh, i don't know i think points are pretty fun most i think games around this time period were not points heavy like that was like an 80s thing but then this game was like points get points and so it was uh kind of a, a little bit of a renaissance but it was um yeah, I don't think I ever played the first one. I played the second one a lot back in the day. The first one, the first time I played the first one was there was a uh, a PlayStation demo disc that was going around. Mm. It was like this blue demo disc. Uh, I don't remember what else was on it, but they had the warehouse. No, it wasn't warehouse. It was whatever the, uh, I think Chicago, like the first tournament level was on that yeah. disc. And it had Jerry was a race car driver by Primus <laughs> uh, and like, 
I had never heard Primus, and that was awesome. Um, you never heard Primus? Wasn't South Park around by this uh, time? I don't think I knew that was Primus, though, like in the oh, same okay. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I just played that that demo, that one level, for like hours and hours, and it was the coolest thing ever. Um, yeah, so this game, um, it's weird timing, right? 1999, kind of like later in the PS1 lifespan. Uh, PS2 would come out, I think, what was it, a year later, two years later? Um, so deep into the PS1 life, lifespan, um, Activision saw Street Skater. I don't know if you've ever heard of a game called Street Skater. I don't think very many people have. No, I see it on the list of skateboarding video games. Street, yeah. SK8, ER. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which is kind of like a, like, it was downhill, like more of a racing type experience. I think you can get points as well for doing tricks. I think it was more akin to 1080, which also came out a year before this. Um, and there was also a game called Top Skater, which is made by Sega, which is uh, has a lot um, that this game apes from. Um, so that game, it's again like you go down one linear path, but you do tricks to accumulate points and you uh, have a time limit associated with it. Um, so it was kind of, uh, kind of insp- large, very inspirational for the team that made this. Um, they actually would go to a bowling alley nearby to play Top Skater because um, it was just an arcade game uh, back then, um, which I thought was funny. Love that. But yeah, there was it's kind of like a bit of a revival. So like you had skateboarding games in the '80s, like 720 California game Skater Die was like I remember that being very. We played the shit out of that when I was a little kid. Um, and then you had in the 90s, it kind of transitioned more into like the snowboarding games, like your 1080. And I think even Cool Borders might have came out, come out before this as well. Yeah, Cool I Borders. Could... I think Cool Cool Borders 2 is maybe 1998. About. Yeah, so cool, cool Borders was 96, and then Cool Borders 2 was 97, and then Cool Borders okay. 3 was 98. So they had actually four games in the Cool Borders series came out before Tony Hawk. Yeah, um, that's... That's pretty wild. Those are fun games, too. I like those ones. Yeah. So, like, there was that whole thing, and Extreme Sports were making a comeback, and uh, so they wanted to bring back skateboarding. Um, the, the Activision chose a company to develop this game. They made a prototype. They did, Activision didn't like it, who are the publishers. So they handed it to Neversoft, and Neversoft was just coming off of making a game called Apocalypse, which was, I don't know if you've ever heard of Apocalypse. Oh, is, is this the Bruce Willis game? Yeah, yeah. A third third person shooter featuring Bruce Willis. And when they made the original prototype for Tony Hawk Pro Skater, um, Bruce Willis was the playable character. Because <laughs> they used the same engine, same uh, physics engine. I love it. There's, uh, I think in the mall level, there's a lot of like apocalypse stuff. There's like boxes or posters or something for it, Tony Hawk. Oh, I never even noticed yeah. it. That's funny. Um, one of the big things in this game compared to like a Thrasher Skate and Destroy. So Thrasher Skate and Destroy, we did a couple of years ago. Uh, Matt and I did it. Um, that game prioritized realism and this game prioritized fun. <laughs> so the, the whole thing with this is that like they didn't base stages on real locations. They just based it on like what elements they thought would be fun in, in the stage. They also, um, they made the controls really easy. So in, in Thrasher, it's like, you're like hitting two analog sticks at the same time to do like a um, kick flip and you're like, have to do it precise timing. And this is like, it kind of, it, it reminds me of the, the WWF games from N64 <laughs> where you just hold a button and you press a direction and you do like a move. Cause it's the same, same thing. You 
you just hold you press the button when you're in the air and you hit a direction and they do the move yeah it's uh, it's great it's just so easy to do the moves and then you have like the special moves where it'll be like two directions in a button and you'll do like a 900 or a mctwist or whatever and like I, it's almost like a fighting game really yeah a little bit it's um but it's even simpler than that right because it's it feels almost like like the same thing they do with smash bro right where mm-hmm. you're just like hitting a direction yep um and doing a move um so it's just super intuitive. You like get it, how to do it, and that's what what made it fun. Um, Tony Hawk signed on to the game so that they could have some more credibility in the skateboarding community. But they, Tony Hawk also like did a lot of work with us. He gave them feedback on the gameplay, on the tricks that he wanted in the game. He actually handpicked the other skaters in the game. Um, and they all received royalties, and they all decided what special trick they wanted to do in the game. Oh, that's so cool. he like. He like picked out who he wanted to be in the crew for the specific game, which is great. Um, the the skaters include Tony Hawk, Bob Burnquist, Steve Caballero, uh, Kareem Campbell, Rune Glyphberg, Eric Costin, Bucky Lasick, Rodney Mullen, Chad Muska, Andrew Reynolds, Jeff Rowley, Eliza Steamer, and Jamie Thomas. Um, some classic names. Are you from, were you familiar at all with pro skaters back in the day before this? this uh, game? no, this game like just got me super into skateboarding and like following <laughs> the X games and all that stuff. Like it's responsible for a lot of that. Um, probably Bob Burnquist is like the most famous out of those. He like, he, he always builds crazy big ramps and does like tricks that no one has ever done. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I picked Bob Burnquist for this, but like, I know of, Rodney Mullins, like, legendary. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. I mean, he does uh, all the cool, like, Flatland stuff. Yeah, and also Chad Muska is pretty legendary just for his aesthetic because he was, like, <laughs> the first hip-hop guy in uh, skateboarding. So that was pretty great. I, I played and, as uh, him uh, this time. You did? Yep. Does he does he have uh, his, like, hip-hop uh, tracksuit outfit? Uh I think he just has, like, shorts, like, baggy shorts and tank top. But he has this sick grind where he, like, busts out a boombox. <laughs> <laughs> I did not realize that that was in this game. Um, so to progress through levels, there are five, usually, objectives within each level. Um, and they can – it's pretty – in this game, it's pretty formulaic. I think in other games, they get better about it because they add different things per level. But this game, it's just – Two high score challenges, one for like the pro score, one for a high high score or whatever it is. Um, there's a secret tape. There's um, the skate where you have to collect all the letters. And then there is a level specific goal. So that can be like grinding picnic tables or knocking over barrels or uh, later levels opening water valves. Um <laughs> But yeah, you get tapes, and that was inspired by uh, Super Mario 64. They actually pulled that from the stars in Super Mario 64. I didn't know that. Opening doors. Yeah, so uh, our top game is influential some more. On to Tony Hawk. Um, but yeah, you have two two minutes to uh, do all the objectives in the game, um, and a lot of the levels are designed really well. They're like very tight levels where you can just do all five objectives in one go they like specifically design it for you to do one um one pass and get all the objectives which i thought was really interesting and great great design yeah the level design's really good um i mean pretty much just because of what you said i don't know if you've ever ever watched um like speed runs of any of the tony hawk games but they're like very fun to watch because there's just a specific you know route that people optimize which uh you know always really cool to see that 
Yeah. Um, also, the first level in this game is probably like one of the best designed first levels in any video game. The warehouse mm-hmm. level, teaching you how to play the game and what to do, and giving you like ample space to work in, and and like funneling you in this particular direction for you to try different things out and see what works and what doesn't work. I think this the the warehouse level is just like superb. It's super good. I mean, you start with like this big drop in, and then there's like a jump over a half pipe, and just it, like the half pipe is just a regular half pipe, so you can learn how to do all like the vert tricks in there. And and you can even if you like mistakenly hit triangle while you're going over the ramp you do a grind and you'll you can just figure it out that way Mm -hmm. like there's there's like rails um going over the top of it it's like super iconic and they really flesh it out even more in the second one when they open it up to be even bigger Mm -hmm. um but yeah that that level carries over i think into two and maybe into three i don't know about three i don't three three. i like don't remember for some reason i don't know if i didn't have a whatever system it was on or something but like I, I feel like i just missed three i had three i played the shit out of it i unlocked wolverine which was the secret character in that one and he if you if you grind with him he like pulls out his claws and like does like a wolverine thing it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah this this series has has pretty good uh hidden characters like there's officer dick in the in first one, one. Yeah. um there's ollie the magic yeah. bum which is also an objective in the second one Spider-Man's in the second one, too. Yep. And I, I think... Uh, is Darth Maul in one? Oh, yeah. Right? I forgot about yeah. that. Uh, I think he is, yeah. That was, that's wild. Very that's weird. That's like, when, when the prequels were... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We're all about it. The late 90s. Making a comeback now with The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 12 or whatever's coming out. We'll just have Neo back in it <laughs> yeah darth maul is in three i don't think i ever unlocked him i unlocked wolverine though i remember that um but yeah so this game what else can we say about it so each of the skaters is either a vert skater or a street skater they have specifics but there's in this game it's not like if you're a street skater you can do vert stuff it's it's not like yeah that, the um, the move set the move set is like a little bit different like i think you get um you just have some moves that take a little bit longer if you're the vert skater, I think. Like that that's one thing that I found very annoying going back to playing this first one is you can't um you can't like rebind any of your controls or add new tricks. Like it's all very static and the later yeah, ones and, ev- and everybody has the same tricks too. All of the skaters have the same tricks. Uh no, the vert Except- the vert skaters have different ones from the street ones. Street skaters. Uh- they do? Is it different grab tricks, or is it... Yeah, like, I think there's, like, a finger flip that the vert skaters have. Um, ah. Yeah, they have, like, different grabs. Didn't realize uh, that. Not all of them. Only some... Or, not all of the grabs are different. Only some of them. But they do have... Uh, they all have different special moves that they picked out themselves. Did you know, also, that the 900 uh, was only first completed in 1999? Uh... I knew it was shortly before the game. Like, that was a, a huge deal in skateboarding. Yeah. Very big deal. Um, Very big deal. 1999 X Games is when it happened. Wow. And then this was released in September of 99. So they were just like, all right, we're putting this in. Yeah. They, so they added it in, like, on, like, the last minute's notice before they could get get it out the door. They added the 900 in. Because it wasn't originally in the game. And then when it happened, they were like, we, got, we 100% have to put this in the game. So... <laughs> 
Uh, one of the interesting things about this game, and it kind of gets better with manuals in the later games, is that your score it has a multiplier attached to it, So, and it kind of encourages you to try to do more wild shit. Uh, but yeah, you if you do turns, like 360 or 720 or whatever, you get a 2x, 3x multiplier. If you do additional moves in the same up in the air, what do you call that, while you're up in the air, you get uh, more multiplier. So you try to hit as many moves as possible. So you got this nice tension of you uh, wanting to get your score, but also trying to land and trying to get the highest multiplier possible, which in the later games, when they have a manual and you can go in between um, doing like a vert to a street style stuff, or if you're on a, if you're grinding and you hop off and you do a manual, uh, it, gets, it gets absolutely ridiculous. But in this game, I think it's great. The tension is there is a, uh, it's like perfect. It makes you push yourself, but you end up fucking up a lot. <laughs> yeah, you just have to control it with grinds and then trying to get as many moves like in the air that you can get. Um, the other cool thing they do is that the more you do a trick throughout your two-minute run, you get less points for it. So they encourage you to um, to like do different tricks and not just you yeah. know jam buttons. Yeah. So you're actually trying to think about what you do and not a. Uh just doing whatever you press on any random button. That's interesting. Um, beyond Warehouse, you got School, Mall, Chicago, Downtown, Downhill Jam, Burnside, Streets, and the secret level is Roswell. Um, in my playthrough, I unlocked Roswell. I did not 100% it. I got to, I think, the Downhill Jam, and I got 100% up until then. And then the Downhill Jam level, the secret tape was like, up on this like uh, obelisk in the middle of the downhill and i was like how the fuck am i gonna get that <laughs> i i looked it up and i was like i i just i don't know if i can do that <laughs> so i just stopped trying to get 100 percent. yeah it sucks on the downhill level too because you only have one chance to really get it you can't just go back and try and try and try yeah, but the good thing about this, and one of its very positives to me, I fucking love when games do this, uh, is when you restart, it's like in it instantly. And that's mm -hmm. like surprising for a game back then. Like they usually were be load screens, but it's like very quick to be like to restart the game or try again. So like I would go, if I fucked up, I'd restart and go again. I just love games that get you in and out of uh, the action that quickly. Yep. Yeah, there's there's so many times in school where, like, I just fuck up that first jump to, like, land on that planter at the bottom and just restart. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of the levels, like, I think Chicago and Burnside and Roswell are competitions. So you just try to rack up as much points as you can. I think it's in a minute and a half. It's shorter than the two minutes. Um, and you get penalized if you fall. And there's like you're competing against other people and the scores are pretty random. Sometimes they can have like ridiculous scores against you and sometimes they can um, have pretty easy scores against you. But yeah, that, that those were fun. There were like nice um, palate cleansers, yep. if you will, after you're like chasing down, like you're going to what is it downtown and downtown is just like fucking that 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 level was pain to me. <laughs> You can get like, hit by cars find... in that one, yeah. right? I can't find a spot to rack up 40,000 points. Where am I going to do this? Yeah, you can get hit by cars in that one. You can get hit by cars in streets, too, as well. Mm -hmm. There um, there are There's a trolley, and there's a hippie bus in that one that you can get hit by. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, because it's in San Francisco, so that's 
that's what they do that i don't forget where downtown is i think so, no downtown minneapolis. Mi- minneapolis yeah weird weird spot I I, yeah maybe there was a pro skater maybe one of the the people the characters is from there but it it looks pretty generic like nothing screams minneapolis about it the one thing that screams minneapolis to me is the um there are like interior walkways that you can go up to the roof and that is like all over downtown Minneapolis is there's like an interior uh, walking areas because people don't like being outside in the wintertime. So there's like a whole thing downtown where you can walk inside through buildings, <laughs> which is pretty cool. That, that is um, pretty cool. It's the only, only thing that's reminiscent of me. I've been to Minneapolis once, so I apologize if I say anything bad about Minneapolis. I actually liked it a lot. I saw a lot of strip clubs when I was there. <laughs> I didn't go to any strip clubs, but I saw them. One day, one day I think uh, we're all going to make it to GDQ when it's in Minneapolis. Oh, man. It's always in Minneapolis, isn't it? I think, I think the, the summer one, maybe? One of them. One, is, one of them's uh, always there, so I, I would like to go to that. I have in-laws that live three hours outside of Minneapolis in Wisconsin, so I fly into Minneapolis often. I've actually gone there once. so and I've, My wife never lets me go to the Mall of America, even though I want to, I want to see it so bad. <laughs> that, that was another thing I really wanted to go to when I was like 10 or 11. Yeah, and same. <laughs> thinking about it now, it's, it's kind of funny thinking that a giant mall was what I wanted to do with my time. <laughs> Well, listen, they had in inside, they had a roller coaster when I was a little kid. And also a WCW Nitro took place there once. And that's why I wanted to go there. Love it. Also, they had um, Hulk Hogan's Pasta Mania was there as well. His franchise pasta place. Did not know that was a thing. It was a thing. Um, what else can we say about this game? A couple other things. Um, Two-player mode, uh, which... One of our video game Olympics was the finals between me and Encore was a game of horse, horse. in this game. Uh, so. Yeah, horse is fun. I think, is that the only multiplayer in this or is there no, another so version? There's graf- there's graffiti and trick attack as well. Graffiti is like if you hit a ramp and you get a certain amount of points, it becomes your color and somebody has to beat the points on that ramp. Right. Yeah, graffiti mode, it seems cool, but it was never as fun as, as horse. <laughs> Yeah, horse is very fun. Um, trick attack also just like you do a run and you try to get as high a score as possible. Uh, but yeah, two player mode is great. I remember playing horse with people a lot back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing we mentioned, the we briefly mentioned that Primus on the soundtrack has a great soundtrack. Um, Goldfinger, Dead Kennedys, Suicidal Tendencies, a lot more. Um, I think it opened my eyes to a few bands, maybe back in the day i think i like the second soundtrack better though yeah they kind of blend together for me but they're all awesome and just like i feel like you can just mention tony hawk's pro skater and people will just sing the goldfinger song superman (laughs) yes yes for sure um but yeah for me growing up i was like oh man papa roach blood brothers that's on the second one (laughs) gorilla radio yep that's uh, the one i was just thinking of rage against the machine that was definitely the first time i heard rage against the machine Oh, and also Power Man 5000, When Worlds Collide. Yep. Was on there. Um, I think they also added some hip-hop. They the, added uh, Bring the Noise, I think, by Public mo- Enemy and Anthrax in that one. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Yep. There's also a, a 
B-Boy Document 99 by the High and Mighty featuring Mos Def and Mad Skills. I don't know if I well. know that song. I'm sure yeah. if you heard oh, it, you'd 100%. be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember yeah. Evil Eye by Fu Manchu on that one. No Cigar, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, Just like, th- that's a better soundtrack. The, these games just have iconic soundtracks. Um, uh, yeah, so... That is something I wanted to mention. The other thing is that, um, so I mentioned that Tony Hawk signed on this game. Obviously, he did sign out his name and his likeness rights. Uh, he turned down a one-time lifetime usage deal uh, when he was signing on to be on this game, when he hadn't completed the 900, and his kind of popularity was waning after his, like, because he had, like, a, a run in the 80s where he did Gleaming the Cube and a couple other things where he was, like, the big deal in skateboarding. And his popularity, and I think skateboarding in general's popularity was waning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he signed on to do this game, and then he hit the 900. So he just became, like, this huge thing. But he took a risk on himself to, instead of signing a one-time lifetime usage deal, he just signed a royalties deal. And he's made, like, 30 oh times the amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> By doing that? Yeah, he um, has made a crazy amount of money from <laughs> these games. Yeah, so he's wild. And he's also seems like a nice guy on the social media. Oh, yeah, he, he's very active. Just uh, There's two things he does. One is he drives around asking people to do kickflips. I don't know if you've seen those videos. <laughs> I've seen that, yeah. And he, uh, he just hangs out with like Jack Black a lot. <laughs> and he, he tweets about how people don't recognize him or say that he looks like Tony Hawk. Which is funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, good dude. Good. Seems like a nice guy. Um, has two kids, uh, and they seem like they're skateboarders. Uh, recently, and just as an aside, I like maybe like two years ago, three years ago, I started to get like really into skateboarding because of uh, I watched uh, Vice's TV channel and they had King of the Road on there. Have you ever heard of King of no. the Road? It's like um, Thrasher magazines. They they're a competition where they have three teams and they give them like this huge book of tricks they have to do and over the course of a week and whoever accumulates the most points by doing these different tricks in different cities uh becomes king of the road it's like a team-based thing based upon their sponsors it's pretty fun but it like the the way they shot it was like jackass so it was very highly entertaining Um, so i got i got really into that show and they also would every season I think they did like three seasons. They do it every year, but they did three seasons on Vice specifically. And every year they bring back like former legends. So like they had Bam Margera one year was like a guest that they that they added to one team. And like uh, Rodney Mullen was another one. Nia Houston was another one. Um, but they would be all these people from the Tony Hawk games. And I'd be like, oh, man, that's what they look like. That's who they are. <laughs> That's yeah. I've never heard of that, but I I I, I check that out. I I like watching skateboarding stuff still. Like not all the time, but um, there's some good skating yeah. videos out there. It's fun. Uh, it was fun. Fully flared is one you should check out. That's like I I forget who made it. It might be Spike Jones. Like he does skateboarding movies, or I think he started doing skateboarding movies. He started like, doing career. skateboarding moves. Yeah, that's um, his. That's his uh, thing. But, Fully flared. I have to check. Yeah, it out. and I forget what the other one is that that company made but there's like cool explosions and they do stuff with like green screens with their skateboard <laughs> so it looks like they're like just hover hovering around that's fun it's, it's very cool Ooh, a soundtrack by m83 very nice i'll have to watch it 
Um, well, we should get into ranking this. I think we've had a pretty good conversation about this game. Yeah. But where does it go on our endless list of games? Which currently is at number one, Super Mario 64, all the way down to number 143, The Dark Castle. Dark Castle. Um, the last time we met to add a game, we added Quop as our number 136 game. Where does Tony Hawk's Pro Skater go I, on our list? I like that the co-op genre is ragdoll. I, I didn't realize <laughs> that. <laughs> I didn't know what else to put on it. You know what I do is I typically look at Wikipedia and see what they have as their genre. So this says it's a skateboarding video game. So I will be calling it skateboarding. Fair. Um, uh, so... I think this game is very high, personally. Like, yeah. at least... Uh, so I I, I, I see you on Dishonored here. I think it's better than Dishonored. Oh wow, really? Yeah. Interesting. I think that these games get better. I think that the reason why I wanted to do one first, and I think you suggested either two or three first, was because I want to see how these games progress mm-hmm. and how they change. And I think that's important with some games. Some games it's not that important, but some games because you like can just see it. In other games, it's like there's little things around the edges that you kind of don't remember. So that's like some of the. I think a good example of that would be like an NFL game or a Madden game. Um, but right, yeah, yeah, uh, no, that's that's a good point because they do add a lot of nice things in the later games without taking away any of the magic of Tony Hawk One. Mm-hmm. Also, don't don't mislead my my uh, pointer here on the, the Google Docs. Does not necessarily mean where I think of it. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but I was thinking about uh, Dishonored uh, in general about what that game is and how I like that game a lot. And I don't know if this game goes above Dishonored for me. I like. I think. I don't think also that this game goes above NBA Jam as like a high watermark. I could see it going above like a Star Star Fox 64, and I could see that argument. But NBA Jam is just like such a tremendous. No, I don't think it goes above NBA Jam. Where do you think it goes in general? Uh, I mean, I want to take back my dishonored comment now. (laughs) Now that I'm seeing fucking Final Fantasy VII right there yeah i don't think this goes like above it's not above that um it's probably probably not above the last of us i could see it above metroid i i would put it i think i would put it above below metroid but above marvel vs. capcom you don't want to put it above metroid the original like i feel like it's original but it also is does not hold it up. does i feel like this that's true. I feel like this game surprisingly holds up. Like, I did not That's expect true. Like, there this are game better that I would enjoy it. <laughs> Metroid games. I very much enjoyed playing this game in 2021. And I was very surprised that that was going to be the case. Because you look at these games, and, like, PS1 games, they, out of all of the games, I think the games that were... Well. Yeah, the games that look the worst are PS1 games. Even, like, worse than, like, 8-bit games. Those games hold up more a lot of the times than PS1 games. Because PS1 games are just muddy, dark. Um, Like, the cameras typically don't work. Mm -hmm. And I should say, also, in this game, like, at the time period, camera was, like, a big deal for it to work properly. Oh, yeah. I never had any gripes with the camera in this game. No, it plays perfectly fine. Even with, uh, like, playing with a D-pad is fine. 
Uh, so, I could go above Metroid. All right. Do you want to put it at number 28? Yeah, 28. All right. We'll put it at number 28. And I do think that, I think that two goes much higher. I think three probably goes higher, but I don't, they kind of start getting into like the whole Madden thing at that point where it's like, we need to crank out a game every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think four, this... four is probably the last one. That's like the classic format, I think. Um, and then they go into like Tony Hawk Underground, maybe. Yeah, um, I think. And so. I think that adds like you stop and talk to people and have like quests, <laughs> kind of like you just want to skateboard, man. I just want to skateboard, man. Just want to get in there and grind, <laughs> you know. Um. But yes, congratulations to Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I always, and I'll say this every time we do it, whenever we add a hole in our list, I feel really good about life um, <laughs> and what we're doing. Because, like, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater franchise is a very good franchise. Like, tippity top tier franchise. I think that Tony Hawk 2 is currently the number two highest rated video game of all time on Metacritic. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. Yeah, I'm just really excited. I like I, we have a few more um, video games coming up that are also bangers, and I'm really excited to add those as well. Um, and we'll be doing that over the course of the next few weeks. But Sam, I want to thank you so much for joining me. Pleasure to be here. This, Love talking about this, day, this game. Evening, wherever we are. Um, do you know what we're doing next week? Are you going to be joining us for next week? Uh, am I? What game are we doing? We're doing Halo 2. Oh, uh, I'm not going to be there for Halo 2. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't play it. I, w- I was not much of a Halo person. Um, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't either. And then I played Halo Combat Evolved last year. And I was like, this is pretty good. This is damn good. And then I played Halo 2 recently. And I was like, god damn, this game's great. So. <laughs> I'll probably start to play it like the day after you record or something. <laughs> I do, yeah, I've become a fan of Halo. We'll probably make it an annual tradition to do some Halo until we get it through them all. But yes, next week is Halo 2. So come back for that. But thank you, Sam. All right, see you, Mike. We will see you next week. Bye.